Oh, there's lots going on in BC politics this weekend. May have been a long weekend, but no rest on that front. Our Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun is with us now. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi Waterloo. I love it. A great theme song for what we're talking about today. Exactly what I was thinking when I suggested it, Vaughn, because I thought it does certainly feel like this NDP leadership race is at its Waterloo. It's really getting desperate. Now, you have to think about how much gall did it take for the New Democrats to write to the Green Party last week and say, let's turn our membership lists over to an independent adjudicator so we, the NDP, can see if a bunch of Greens are also joining the NDP to try to take over our party and make Anjali Abadurai our party leader and premier. This is something else, even in the the kind of gall that political parties have when they're sure they're on the moral high ground. But Simi, that letter from the NDP to the Greens, I just, I was agape at it. I thought, God, I never thought I'd see this. <laughs> That's how That's I felt. so unbelievable. Too. And the Greens, Simi, of course, wrote back immediately and said, no. <laughs> why? I mean, first why of all, why they? should they? Yeah. But second of all, they said privacy, you know, it's not up to them to solve the NDP's problem here. Not content, the NDP wrote back and said, oh, they're so disappointed in the Greens. They would have thought that the Greens would oppose bad faith efforts to undermine democracy. Well, that took even more gall. Remember, two years ago, Simi, the New Democrats repudiated the terms of their power-sharing agreement with the Greens, called a snap election, and sent all the party heavyweights into Sonia Furstenau's riding to try to defeat her in her own writing. So there is no shame at all in the NDP about its own efforts to trample democracy, but man, oh man, they're really disappointed in the fact that the Greens aren't helping them. Right. And so how, <laughs> I know, I found that astounding too. Like, you really thought this was going to happen? So why are the NDP in this position? Like, I know this has a lot to do with their membership list too. Yeah, so the New Democrats created this problem for themselves. They, while they were in government, you know, for two terms and riding high in the opinion polls and having victory laps every week on everything they were doing, allowed their own membership to deteriorate. So they dropped down to about 11,000 members. Their party wasn't looking after its base, wasn't making sure people renewed their memberships, wasn't looking at why people were not renewing because they were mad at the NDP oversight C and old growth. No, they, they let it happen. John Horgan stepped down without either he, he and the party didn't think of it or he just stepped down and let it happen in June. And the party called a leadership race and decided to allow a window of two months, July and August, to sign up a whole bunch of new members. Um, David Eby was basically crowned by the caucus and cabinet as the only candidate. He looked to be heading for a coronation. What he didn't do was apparently launch an enormous blitz, all those supporters in the in the party, to sign up new members. Come September, New Democrats start looking at their local riding membership list and they go, 
where the hell did all these new Democrats come from, these new members come from? There's one cabinet minister who shall remain nameless who suddenly found that um, the membership list of the writing association had tripled. And they weren't the the minister's supporters. They were apparently all these newcomers. So the new Democrats, Simi, start looking around and they discover that environmental activists, a bunch of organizations out there had been telling their members – Join the NDP, vote for Angelia Apatari. If she doesn't win, you can quit the party. But this is a way to change the NDP's policies on, and they pick the issues, fracking for natural gas, old growth logging, Site C, a whole bunch of other issues. So the NDP suddenly goes, the establishment goes, wow, what the heck was going on here? We better stop this. This is a takeover. Well, is it a takeover or is it a bunch of people who think the government should change direction, taking advantage of the fact that the NDP let its membership slide and left itself wide open to this kind of thing? This is the thing that gets me about this. Is it you're telling me that the red flags went up when too many people joined the party? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to be suspicious, you know. <laughs> I mean, right. again, it's funny if you're just standing on the sidelines, like Which we are. political yes. parties or. Political parties use leadership races to attract new members and create excitement and generate all sorts of things. But when the party establishment has already decided that David Eby is the guy, the last thing you want is for the coronation to turn into an actual race. So these letters that went out last week are just the latest in an effort to find some kind of grounds for derailing Apaturai. The party, Simi, and I've seen this, it runs about six or seven pages, is circulating a document. I mean, the back room people in the party are circulating a document that alleges a whole bunch of connections between Apaturai and the Greens, between her supporters and the Greens, uh, includes, you know, tweets that she's put out saying nice things about Sonia Furstino. But remember, they're they're picking on a person who, as a member of the NDP, because she is a member, Apadurai, this time last year almost got elected as the NDP member of parliament for right. Vancouver Granville. Like, it's not like she is a complete interloper, right? She she may not be plugged into the provincial NDP establishment. I think that's obvious. But she's a new Democrat, and she's a new Democrat who almost ended up as an MP. I didn't see them all raising their uh, eyebrows and attacking her this time last year when she was doing so well. They've decided, Simi, that she's fronting, even though she's a new Democrat, for a takeover by people that they don't want to take over their party. So this is this is... I think this is a setup. I think this is creating the grounds. This is what I thought, yeah. Yeah. So they have to decide by October the 19th or thereabouts whether they haven't approved Apadurai as a candidate yet, right? They've approved David Eby. They haven't approved Apadurai. They're scrutinizing new members. They're scrutinizing the people that signed her nomination papers. Um, They're scrutinizing her connections to the Greens. And I think it's all a prelude to the party somehow hoping they've got the goods on her to disallow her as a candidate for the leadership. And that would restore what the establishment hoped for, 
which was a coronation of David Eby as leader and successor to John Horgan. Right, and the argument would be, hey, we tried everything. Yeah. Yes, yes, we tried everything, and, and and we did all this in good faith. We were we were really genuinely looking for the Greens to help us here, and we were, we were shocked, right. shocked that the Greens wouldn't help us preserve democracy in British Columbia. I love how, are you writing this for them? Because I feel like they should be taking <laughs> I'm imagining what the next letter might say. I mean, Sitting on the sidelines and looking at this, this is one of these hoist with their own petard things that you look at political parties. I mean, there's a wave, there's a view in the New Democrats that they're, you know, you hear it from their supporters on social media, that they're kind of morally superior to the rest of the political parties. So they're allowed to, you know, take morally superior positions. But in this case, they're they're being undermined by a group that is even more morally superior to the NDP. These are people that are trying to save the planet, and it entitles them to try to using whatever legal means they can find uh, to do it. The, the problem that the outsiders have here, Simi, is that political parties ultimately are masters of their own selection procedures. So I gather the NDP has already commissioned a legal opinion uh, which is, again, under very lock and key at party headquarters, that explains to the leadership, reading the party's own constitution, um, the grounds on which they could disallow Abadurai. So, again, I, I went through a period, Simi, where I thought they wouldn't dare do this, right? I mean, a long right. time, a, a member of the federal NDP almost got herself elected to parliament, would they really throw her out? And I'm kind of drifting now, Simi, to we're looking at a plan to, to dump her. I know. This, uh, this incredible have as been... that seems, I think that's what we're looking at. Well, this is what I'm starting to think, too, because it should have been straightforward, right? Like this should have been taken care of by now. But the longer it goes on, I feel like, yes, that is the end result we're going to see. Yeah, and, and among New Democrats that are kind of rolling their eyes at this and, and you know, pointing fingers of blame. They go back to June when Horgan, people expected that Horgan was not going to run again, but they also expected that when he announced there'd be a plan in place for succession, it looks like there wasn't. They, the party could have, when Horgan announced he was stepping down, could have announced that um, his successor is going to be chosen by the current members of the NDP and by longtime members who've allowed their membership to lapse in the past year. They need not have launched this drive for new right. members without thinking where it was going to lead. David Eby could have, instead of taking the win for granted, cordoned together all of his supporters in cabinet and caucus and saying, we need to go out and sign up a whole bunch of new members, take advantage of this. So there, there's plenty of finger pointing and acknowledgement that, yeah. hey, this never should have happened. But now you've got the headquarters of the party working on some kind of a rescue plan to, just in case, if they let Aperturai run, they're all going, what if she wins? Well, exactly. maybe we better not let her run at all. Oh, boy. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Sim.